0: Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank all my Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me in what I'm doing. Special shouts out to the senior producers of the show. We have my mom and dad. Thank you for the support. Love y'all. And Ventus Official. Tonight, we have Dawson at Dawson True on Twitter and pretty much every social platform that you would be heavily interested in following one of the best puffs in the world also if you go to medify.gg at Dawson you can get some lessons in that's right Dawson's be offering lessons and if whether you are a jiggly puff and you want to level up or if you say playing against puff is who boy do I not like playing against puff Dawson is giving away secrets for very low prices very very low prices you guys. Got fifteen dollar things or, or nine dollar things going on over here, and we can talk about this first—the the coaching gig. But firstly, thank you for joining me tonight, Dawson. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. I should really hire you to write my speeches for uh, Medify. That was insane. That was great.
0: <laughs> Tried to cut <laughs> it as fast as I could because I tend to ramble on as much as any other podcast host. Dawson, with the whole coaching thing, what these—what would you say satisfies you the most about doing it?
1: It's like. I would say it's very fun to at least pass on what I've learned uh, for sure. It's like, I mean, it's not like I'm making like a career money out of it. So it's more just like on a side thing in terms of like money or whatever. So it's like, it's very cool. Like when I see like progress from like lesson to lesson for sure. And uh, I definitely try and have that happen. I get very sad if that doesn't happen and try and rectify it. So yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for me since you're a melee
0: player i think most of us can say that there's a certain part of the getting better process leveling up that we enjoy for one reason or another so do you think you draw from the same place in terms of being becoming a better coach as you would be becoming a better melee player or does it or are there two different motivators
1: i mean so about like being a better coach like i mean there's self-improvement in both aspects but like Coaching I have to think about like how do I structure things as well in terms of getting other people better. So I have to think like kind of outside my like framework in a lot of ways when I like address coaching, like I have to like frame things differently and like say things in different ways than I would think about them. Like sometimes I get questions in the middle of the session and I'm just like I never really thought about like the thing you're saying and just like (laughs) it doesn't make sense to me but then i'm like you know what if that's like how you think about it and that's okay and then i'm just like okay so the rest of the lesson i have to think about uh in the way they want me to and that's like it's a challenge for sure to like work both like the improvements but i mean there's like a still the self-improvement on like both of them uh that's shared anyways
0: what would you think of a student of yours winning the level of a tournament that you've always envisioned yourself winning before you, or is that not possible? Are you not going to have faith in people like a horse who can't drive or espresso time?
1: I would, uh, I would love that for sure. That'd be really sick. I always get really happy whenever I see my student just like do really well. And they just like DM me. I'm like, Oh, let's go, uh, let's hype. But um yeah, no, that'd be sick. Uh I haven't had like a student do that yet. So uh here's to anything, honestly, we'll see what happens.
0: I probably should sign up for a Jigglypuff lesson at some point, but our Jigglypuff player in the 717 region, Stony, is still new enough that, I, and I'm a relatively bad player, so I just kind of know, you know, I accidentally full hop as Fox a lot probably not the best versus jigglypuff because i noticed that doesn't tend to work out a lot for me so i just try to dash dance more and and not jump nearly as much and that seems to be working out for some reason surprise surprise grounded fox be better for that matchup specifically and i think once once stony starts to turn things around and catch on to that with better placed aerials and everything and better baits because i tend to be itching to kind of try to hunish back airs for some reason and you can get away with it maybe against a jigglypuff who's not as experienced but versus you i would just go oh wow i'm playing a different character for this is not the normal jigglypuff that i'm used to playing i need to put stony in your direction or if stony starts beating me i know where i need to go so how long how that will be the last coaching question how long have you been coaching or how long do you want to keep coaching for in the same way that you kind of think about how long do you want to keep playing melee for what will, what would you think of that question or how long have you been coaching? You can do any of those.
1: Yeah. So in terms of how long I've been coaching, I've been coaching for like three years informally. Sometimes I did like Twitch, like sub like analysis, like before I did like medify or whatever, and I would do like coaching by myself and then I would do medify. And then I've been doing medify for a year but um in terms of like when i would stop it'd just be when i don't have enough time like i would just like say i'm sorry i just can't do like the lessons like uh once i like start my full-time job in like the fall then it's gonna be harder for sure because i'm gonna be like man everyone talks about like full-time melee player and they're just like how do you do full-time melee as well as full-time job and just like Then thinking about coaching on top of that, I'm like, man, where how do I get better if I'm doing that? But honestly, at the same time, when I'm coaching, I feel like I am getting better because like uh, I always have to like keep like doing analysis for the coaching, anyways. And then like teaching someone makes it better for me because then I reinforce the concepts that I already know better and better. So it's like coaching isn't like inherently going to kill my like progress or whatever, but uh, it definitely is going to be harder like full time job uh, for sure.
0: Do you have a full-time job lined up for the fall already? Or is it just, wait, yes? Yeah. Woo! That's crazy. You have so much time to get cold feet. Well, okay, I'm not trying to jinx it. But that's that's insane to me to think in in, in several months from now, not just, oh, in a month. Because I feel like that's an average amount of ramp up to actually starting a new job. But what yeah. what's that going to be for you?
1: Yeah, no. So I have to, I'm like an accounting degree, so I'm uh, doing auditing in the fall and i have to kind of do the cpa exam which is four parts and uh it's a lot of studying like 300 hours or something like that which isn't too much for a melee player in terms of how much i play (laughs) melee but like i still have to do that and also like do melee as well so and coaching so that is a little bit stressful every other day i'm like man it's getting closer and closer because i've like known that i've had a job for like almost like seven months or something like that like. It's it's insane to think about, for sure. But you're going to get really CPA have... out
0: of the way already. My brother he did accounting for several years before starting to begin the studying process of taking the CPA exam and doing that in the chunks and sp- taking the time to do that while also working full time, but just not as a student. So are you trying to cram that in the summer or, or are you going to just start maybe sooner than June 1st?
1: Fingers crossed I can at least like knock out at least two. That's my goal to get done at least two parts of the exam. It's, uh, I was thinking about starting on January 1st, but yeah, new year's resolutions don't really work out. So that didn't happen. Uh, but every like other day I'm like, man, I should really start. Cause I know it's harder to like do it while you're working, but obviously I want to still be playing melee. So oh uh, God, it's a lot of time, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get, there's not that many majors this year in terms of like uh they're spaced out too much so i could definitely use like a lot of the summer coming up and not have to worry about like oh i have to prep for this major this month every month you know
0: because of the sheer amount of tournaments that we got to see in 2022 it's definitely a splash of cold water and and to be fair this is even the crazier part all those tournaments happened after March 1st, the first two months of 2022 were that was Omicron, so there wasn't really any in person happening for Melee specifically. And we still managed to fit all those tournaments, felt like every other weekend or or even the stretches of June and July and August have just three big tournaments in a row. So this this year feels a lot different. And we have sad news like the re- t- recent announcement of the on the summit shutting down, which means there won't be summits to look forward to and to prepare for in your instance. So when you think about the, the sheer differences of the two year, you're thinking of it in terms of. Oh, I could probably just set aside time to study. And also when you're not asked to be on podcasts, I always feel bad. Every time I ask somebody onto the podcast we talk about time management, I think, wait, I'm contributing to this. I'm part of the problem too. <laughs> but but when you when you think about the the less the less amount of tournaments sorry the the the, there's more space in between each big event there's actually a chunk of time between collision to major upset to battle bc5 so for for you how else do you think you could take advantage of that or however you want to phrase it
1: yeah sometimes i felt like last year i would just go to a major and then go to another major right away and i just didn't do anything to prep for it uh definitely between like there was, I think it was Big House, like Apex, Ludwig, they were all like really close together. And I kind of felt like I wasn't like learning too much, like through the like two tournaments, like especially Big House and Ludwig. Because Ludwig was so like out of nowhere that everyone was just like, we got to go to this. Uh, so I lost to two Foxes, or I lost to one Fox at uh, Big House, and then I lost to two Foxes at Ludwig. And I felt like I did not learn anything in between Big House and Ludwig. And I was just like, man, why do I even go? but um yeah hopefully that like doesn't really happen this time like at least like i probably won't go to like more than like two majors a month so hopefully that won't happen uh every month that like it did last time for sure
0: you did the lord's work last year though and so far it has rung true this year whatever tournament you go to hunger doesn't win so there's there's a, there's a lot of pride at least. It's a worthy tweet that always pops off. It's always fun to see that and just go, wait, a- oh, that's so cool. Or how, how do you how do you think of it? I mean, is it just a meme or is it is or is it slightly deeper than
1: that? It was definitely a meme when I first made it. Uh, I was just like, I was just watching Mango win and uh, Mango was just losing to Hunger Box over and over again. And he was just losing everybody because he was number 11 in the world. And then I saw him win. I was like, shit, that was awesome. Oh my God. I just like instantly snap tweeted that. And when I made the tweet, I realized I just didn't even say like 2022 because that was like, it's, everyone's like, yo, did you actually like not like eight? Like HBox never won when you were there. And that's like not true because he did win in pounds 2019, but like I was, I was a scrub compared to now. So like I I wasn't warming anyone up for HBox. So I I'm not, I'm not counting that. Besides that, uh, so that's that- why. I, that's why the tweets say 2023 now. So there's no there's no contest anymore about the. Uh,
0: but but who was the better puff at Pound 2019?
1: <laughs> I mean, Tucson was there. I think they had a pretty deep run. So. Okay,
0: all right, fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> but yeah, is... I mean, like, what were we gonna say?
0: No, I'm, I'm I'm only asking what what is it? What is the thing that you think that you have over any other puff in the world, whether it be Hungry Boxer or Two Saint or. Or or dear, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm scratching the bottom of the barrel here. I feel bad, and I wanted to say Stony as well, but then Stony would, might get mad if, if he hears this. So please continue. What What do you think your puff has to offer that is different than the other n- known puffs out in the world?
1: Uh, I would de- So Solo Battle is very interesting Because uh, he doesn't go to forgot America about So solo a, lot of, battle. a lot of his A lot of his metagame stuff you, No one really like looks at it But uh, I will say I'm like the I have American stuff about Solo Battle So I popularize like Drill and stuff like that Anytime like someone See me play on commentary like that's the DOS and I do four drills in a row or something like that <laughs> uh, Yeah I try and push like Silly things like that uh, Drill I use Nair a lot I feel like, comparatively most puffs... Uh, some people are like, Yo, this guy doesn't play, like, Jigglypuff at all. And it's like, they're either saying that's sick, or they're like, Man, I'm not really happy, I wish I was playing against, like, Someone just kept me intensely, or just, like, resting me over and over again. I'm like, yeah, that's fine too. But, uh, I don't know, I'm pretty, like, unique. I feel like I try and force neutral more than forcing, like, just spamming Riscord. Like, I don't know, I'm not, like, the biggest shield grabber versus, like, Falco. You'll see Box miss, like, four shield grabs in a row, and I feel like <laughs> I just, like, don't do that. Uh, But, yeah, those are, like, the biggest things for me. That's kind of how I think about it. Something
0: that always gives me joy is seeing a solo battle clips. I think I distinctly remember sometime in the year of 2021 seeing solo battle resting with, like, a shield drop rest or just resting out of shield on platforms and me going but Hungrybox better not learn how to do this. And of course, silly me at the time, I was not inundated with enough melee in my blood at the time to realize, of course, Hungrybox is not going to learn how to do that on a consistent basis. Hungrybox has his own way of doing things. Mainly, I think he just plays almost on account of his name. When I watch him play against certain people, I go, now, wait a minute. If you were playing against another Puff, you would not be doing the things that you're doing right now. It's like they, they know because Hungrybox knows they're playing the person more than they are the character matchup is it, does that feel accurate to you or would you look at it differently
1: yeah that's a pretty good way to look at it and also the fact that hungry box was the best in the world for multiple years so it's like they know what like hungry box is capable of as like ma- main peak whereas like like tucane or something tucane has never like hit that high like i mean top hs this will be their highest like performance but like they know that, like, they're not going to be, like, Hungrybox peaks. so they can be less scared and neutral or whatever. But, um, also, like, I feel like Hungrybox, like, just takes his combo game way more seriously than the other Puffs. I like my combo game, too. I'm not the biggest risker, either. But, like, he doesn't do the shield drop rest stuff, because he doesn't have to. He just, like, zero to SU off of, like, one interaction, or just, like, continuously pressures over and over again, so he doesn't have to even, like, go for the rest or even, like, take any risks, if, unless he has to.
0: Since you're in the camps of Jigglypuff mains, you I don't know how much do you how much do you like get that sense of people associating with you with with hungry box or a solo battle or whoever i mean i'm asking you about how you feel about other puffs versus how you play yours and how you how you feel you're looking at your game differently but then you know I'm, i'm grouped in with the with the fox mains the box fox mains i'm supposed to be able to do all these super advanced techniques i can't but like that i that's that's who i'm associated with right i started i switched from green fox to blue fox and firepuff 12 message me and said no 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 no. blue foxes are technical you are not technical yet jesse so that was how uh, was uh, sapphire puff 12 is a good friend but um the what i'm trying to get at is you are associated with, with with the puff brand so how does that how does that go for you at most tournaments other than people coming up to you and going yo warm up you know i'm playing so and so next warm up warm up
1: yeah i think that like so puff and ice climbers definitely had like Hate or whatever, like throughout the years, uh, and like that's like, I would say it's overblown for Julie Puff. I think Ice Climbers like really had it bad. I feel like everyone hated Ice Climbers for just no good reason. <laughs> Everyone's just like, man, this guy's just wobbling me. He's just the worst human in the world, and it would just be messed up. But like, I don't know. Every time I see like a new Julie Puff like talk about hate, I'm like, I get sad because I don't really think that's like how it like really should be, or like how it actually is, honestly. Uh, I think that people are like, you know, starting to just hate everything. Uh, everyone's like, this is lame, this is lame, this is lame. So it's like, it's, it's a better world for Jilly Puff, I would say, in the modern era. In terms of like, we're not like just lumped in with complete lame. Like they have the, the Mars and the Sheiks in the corner, just like grabbing <laughs> over and over again. They like got Falcon just tech chasing you to death. It's like people are just like up here wobbling you. It's like people like are starting to like, not like go through, like the puff is completely lame but there's like been times where it's like yeah like you're just being annoying like yeah i play jigglypuff but like i still can have an opinion or whatever like one time i money matched this person they play like a floaty mid tier and then uh after the set you're just they were like yo you're playing so lame after i won i'm like dude you main x character you main jigglypuff i'm like where where are we gonna go with this argument? Like this is not gonna like you know pan out for either of us. Like we both play all the characters character because they you know, has things that be, can be lame for everyone. So it's like there's a lot about that that's like annoying, but honestly, it's like not that bad. Realistically, Puffs like aren't a good spot comparatively to where they were a few years ago. I think.
0: By the way, how could I forget about when we're talking about notable Puffs Firepuff Twelve OG Kid? These are. This is why I need to have notes ready. By the way, I was so quick in my introduction, I forgot to say you're the number one rated 71 in the world on the SSBM rank, and then you're also signed with Brotherly Love Esports. We'll get to all these. We can't do this all in one question. So to... to and I guess this sort of goes back towards the... No, let's let no, let's keep moving on. I can't go back to the coaching thing. We have to move on to the number one seventy, number seventy-one in the world. Excuse me, number one in my heart, maybe, but seventy-one in the world. What were your reactions to their rankings finally coming out? It had been such a long time, and you get seventy-one. How fair or not fair do you think that ranking was?
1: Yeah, it was um definitely very weird because like the two-year gap with COVID kind of just like completely threw things off. Like in two thousand twenty. At the start of the year, I was like, I made a top eight on a nightclub, but the nightclubs back then were insanely hard. Like, it was like Hacks, Swedish, uh, Captain Smuckers, like uh, on controller. Uh, there was like, uh, like, at, like ACLO. At, 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 at and there was like, literally, like, everyone was there. And like, I was like, I made top eight of that. And I was like, man, I'm going to get top 100 this year. And I just like completely COVID just screws that over. And I was like, dang. And uh, throughout 2020, I felt like I was like, if there was, like, a realistically active, like, netplay, like, top 100, I probably would have been on that, and, like, same with 2021, like, it was, like, the same type of situation, uh, but netplay was, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I'll save it for later, but it's, it's a, it's a topic for sure, but, um, (laughs) yeah, once, like, 2022 started, I was, like, I want to get top 100 for sure, so, like, I wanted to go to Genesis, because that's what I've always wanted to do, and then once I got, 20 for the Genesis. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna make top 100 this year unless I massively screw things up And then I kind of started to massively screw things up I just like (laughs) I dropped sets uh, to a lot of people I shouldn't have and then I had my internship in the summer and I came back and I was like Oh my god full-time melee, you know, it doesn't really work with full-time job And uh, I was just dropping sets again. I was like, man I could drop out of top 100 and I was just like, "Eh, it's fine because I'm not uh, doing any work anymore So I can just focus on a little bit of school and then play melee and then once I realized I was gonna to be top one hundred, I was like, "That's awesome!" And like the anticipation of getting to the ranking was like a little like nerve wracking because uh, day by I day was, releases. Like, <laughs> because um, I was also a panelist, so I could like kind of like kind of guess where I was gonna be. Whereas like other people like couldn't really do the same thing. So like when I was ranking myself, I was like, "Man, I'm much like at a worse ranking than I wanted to be." Like I was like. Thinking like later in the year, I was like, man, I could probably be top fifty if I like really like uh really tried, and I just like uh did not hit that. And uh I was like going through the rankings each day, and I was like, please don't be on like ninety to a hundred. Please don't be on eighty to ninety. And then I was scrolling through on the the seventy to eighty day, and I was like, okay, I'm not on there. And I just look at seventy one at like a hot thorn. <laughs> uh and I, was, I was definitely like a bit upset. I was like, oh, I wanted to be like top seventy. Like that's what I thought like minimum would have been but i was like you know it doesn't really matter it's like realistically like one spot higher isn't going to change anything in my mind but no i was just realistically just happy to have a number there uh for sure
0: a lot of hard work paying off all that traveling you did so much traveling in 2022 and uh, hopefully we'll be able to see you at some big events i'm sure i'm assuming wow you are going to collision right yeah of course of course of course uh what other events are you like, have your eye on, and you know, you don't have to confirm or anything, but like, what are you looking at for the known events that have been announced?
1: I've been so like stressing about my schedule for the tournaments. I've been like, I look at the Smash calendar like every other day, and I'm like, man, what do I even do this year? There's just so many like spread out, like random, kind of like I would say almost regional level, but like, there could be majors, and I can't really like guess. It's like a guessing game almost. It's like, do I go to CEO and just like hope like hungry box plop and Wizrobe show up or something like that? Or do I go to like this (laughs) random tournament in the Midwest or combo breaker or something? and hope combo breaker like pops off. Yeah. It's like, it's really hard, but right now it's like collision. And then, uh, I'm going to go to any brother, brother, love Esports event. Uh, they've got two of those coming up, the beer release tournament. And then there's another one. Uh, I'll just say there's another one. Uh, so that'll be (laughs) fun to do. And then, uh, after that, I want to go to Gommel. I've uh, never been out of the country, and uh, I've heard really good things about Gommel. I think that's probably going to be one of the biggest tournaments of the year. Like I think last Gomel was like pretty underwhelming in terms of the entry counts or whatever. I didn't go, and I was like, I was really surprised because I felt like that was like a tournament everyone has been talking about. But I think the oversaturation last year kind of ruined that. But um, like this year, I think Gomal is going to be pretty big. So I think you-, you have to go to Gommel if you're like a top melee player right now. And then uh, after that, I don't know when I start my job, so I don't know about Riptide. Riptide sounds pretty good. Uh, I always go to SmashCon. I saw that got announced. I was a little bit worried because of, you know, VG Bootcamp. uh, Taking that hit from Smash World Tour. But, yeah, I always go to SmashCon. It's too close not to. It's like two hours, so I have to go to SmashCon legally. So SmashCon, (laughs) maybe Riptide, if I can. Uh, If not, that's fine. Uh, Big House, I don't know if I'm going to have like uh days off for it so hopefully big house cuz I had a good time last time and it's, it's going to be one of the only big tournaments of the year there's no circuits uh maybe there's a Ludwig tournament if Ludwig tournament happens uh, I'll I'll be there for sure I'll just I'll make time no matter what but yeah that's that's on my agenda this year
0: all right yes please ludwig bring us something no pressure you know bring us the yeah, most amazing the tournament experience of the year after after hearing about melee history through listening to melee stats podcast and that kind of thing oh and by the way shouts out to melee stats and for making the top 100 and somehow getting a lot of philly people involved in that i mean i saw you and slug and of course wheat himself that's crazy philly runs things But when we think about the olden days, there was a stretch there where there might have been a summit at the end of the year. But the big house was almost the unofficial end of the calendar year for Melee for uh, a minute there. Does that sound like a 2018-ish era or am I off base?
1: That sounds around the year. I always get the years mixed up. COVID messed it up. I would have been way better, I think, with years of COVID. <laughs> I'm just like, there's COVID, there's, there's after COVID. <laughs> like,
0: you know. Things um, were a lot different before COVID. I mean, Box was number one in the world for a long time, even though some of those claims were shakier than others, you know? That's all I really know, because I didn't get really interested in Melee until 2018. I knew what it was, but I didn't get super into it until 2018. At the very end of the year, I saw Smash Summit. I believe that was six or seven live um it was the hungry box fucking fuck pop off so i think that was six
1: yeah it was i think it was pretty much six uh wait it was, yeah it was six yeah you're right but um Dance the but Qu- yeah i think it was i think it was 2018 because there was like armada quit <sighs> mute king uh, was six
0: the seventh one it was seven sorry mute king won the sixth one my bad
1: Okay. Ooh. yeah um but um yeah it was like 2018 or something like that because like Armada quit, so, like, the, it was weird. So, like, Summit wasn't, like, as, like, valuable anymore. And, uh, like, the race for number one wasn't really contested. I think Leffen just couldn't go to Summit or something like that. Uh, it was weird. I, I think there was something, like, wrong with it. Uh, and there was, like, a bunch of just, like, you know what? Big House is kind of the last big tournament because of those factors, I think. I can't really remember, though. But I
0: hope that big house comes back this year. No announcements yet, (laughs) please, please. I mean, the one thing that, I mean, the last, one of the lasting things that BTS did, I mean, I I think that Papa John's deal did so much to help everybody get off the ground and and be able to start over in some ways, just because when your whole thing is running an event and then you can't run the events because of COVID, sometimes even for two years in a row, depending on the tournament that we're talking about, I mean that's just that that's devastating. So I'm really happy that all, all those events ran last year and technically have a chance to. Even though I know things like Pound have already like they they said yeah we're not doing Pound. So come to Level Up Expo. Amazon um, said so Hunger Bucks and Kadoran said yeah we'll be there. Who else is here? Well, Hacks Money. Do we feel are we do we, do we feel good about this yet? Do we not? So that was a fun tournament to watch um Bemi was really fun to watch so I'm glad Brandon got to run that again and in person this time that was really cool but yes with collision coming up that's got a lot of people going so when you see when you see Jay Mook losing the Hungry box over and over again last year I mean how quickly do you start rooting for Jay Mook from the very beginning or do you just go I love the hungry box puff supremacy keep the keep the man down he has to earn this win over hungry box what were your thoughts on that
1: I, uh, I love seeing Hungrybox win. I was, uh, yeah, at the end of the last year in my tweet, uh, I replied and I was like, you know, I don't lo- I don't hate Hungrybox. Like, that's not what these tweets are about. I, uh, I really want him to see him win. And he's literally not <laughs> won not been I mean in a tournament. It's, uh, it's messed up. I just, like, can get to go home and just watch him win. But, like, when I go live, I don't get to see him win. And, uh, he's actually not played JMOOC at literally any of those tournaments. So, I haven't been able to experience that live anyways. But, um yeah i uh i really like watching hbox versus Mook. i think that's a very fun like high level set i think that um it's cool that Mook is like not trying fox like he really could like i mean fox is very good for sure uh, i mean plop i think plop the last time he tried chic against J- uh against hungry box he won uh which is i feel like people don't talk about that i feel like it's crazy but uh it, there was like a point in time where like you just saw hungry box versus Sheik and you're like, like this is over. But uh, I think JMO getting closer and closer. It's like going to be a matter of time. And it's just like always really fun to watch. Like it it's like it is a little bit heartbreaking as a, uh, if you're a JMO fan, just see him lose over and over again. Because like, man, he could have probably won like half of those tournaments. Like you played Hungerbox in if that just like didn't happen. But, and then uh,
0: lost the one tournament that he did beat. I <laughs> lost it to Zane anyway. Yeah. We were all like, this is it. No, it's not. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. It's uh it's really it's really interesting though. Uh he HBox definitely tries insanely hard versus Shambux, so I always like to see him, you know, power through it. So, are you not
0: seated to make top 32 at Collision? What's going on here? I'm looking at it. I'm I'm just I'm just interested in your thoughts about ooh, you know, aside from being sad about being seated to
1: play a fox after all at some point. Where where are you? I'm uh, like see to get like 33rd or whatever. Uh, I didn't have a good I didn't have a good Genesis in quotation marks. Like I uh I played Plup after I beat Typhoon and I lost 3-1 to Plup, close 3-1 as the bracket can't say that. But uh I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll just make it through losers to top 64. I had to play Shroomed cuz Shroomed lost to Cactuar, another Philly legend. And uh I was like, dang, that's tough. So I lost a plup and shroomed uh, game five, uh uh for sixty-fifth at Genesis. So I guess that's why I wasn't seeded that high. Even though I had a good main stage run uh before that. So a little sad, but um I don't really care too much. It's like realistically, like making like a having a top thirty two seed versus not having a top thirty two seed doesn't matter. It's like, well, I'm just gonna be like playing like leffen instead of like OMSA or something. That's just kinda how that works. So it's not like the biggest deal you know but uh yeah it kind of sucks that i do have left in there for a second i had uh ben in the hungry box and i was very excited because uh <laughs> i th- i threw my chance to play hungry box on lan uh, at smash con and the story behind that is that i was waiting for a stream with Juicebox. we you're just sitting down watching sets and the set that came up before us was zane versus wally And I think everyone knows how that set went. But I was just like in disbelief just watching that and I just like didn't know how to like feel about life after watching that set. (laughs) I was just so confused. I was like Zane is like the GOAT undisputed and it's just like there's no way he could lose. And just watching him lose just made me feel bad. I was like man I could lose. And then I just like lost like I choked a rest or whatever uh game three. And I was like man I could have played hunger box right after. Uh but I was really excited to have another chance. I just didn't do not have it. So, uh, yeah, I've grabbed into Leffen, which is like, grab, I'm pretty excited for, because I haven't played that many good Marths in a while. I think the last time I played a really good Marth in the Major was uh, Kadorin at Genesis 8 or whatever. And uh, that wasn't good. I was not ready for Kadorin. I, uh, <laughs> I lost a close at the Omsa, and I was like, man, where do I go from here? And I just had to play Kadorin like, basically right after. And I was like, oh, God. So, I'm excited for that, and uh, I've missed out my chance on playing Lefin at Big House. I lost to Kevin Maples beforehand. Uh, so, of the top foxes, Lefin looks the most beatable. He actually, like, uh, whenever I warm him for box, he always, like, is very nice and, like, helpful. And uh, tells me, like, what I should be doing, like, after the session ends. And I'm like, thank you. And I do try the stuff he says, and it's really good. So, uh, maybe I can uh, squeak out a win, you know, throughout all those games. Uh... <laughs> But we'll see uh but yeah it's another fox another fox it's always another fox man
0: they are really pesky and incredibly common so at least the good news is is that in in like the days of hunger box can't beat fox there's like a there's a path for you except you yeah. have to do it in a in a more advanced meta so you could just be an even better than hungry box someday maybe if you keep going on this path you know you keep getting the amazing offers at your job and everything but you go well it's mean, just kind of crushing it in Melee. so we'll we'll see how that goes but i will absolutely be rooting for you at collision this is this is every time i look at the collision seating i go wow this is a really good event but then i get more impressed with it the more i visit the seating not because i'm going to collision but i'm just visiting the seating because i'm curious to see who's supposed to be going i can't help but notice that slug is going and slug I thought, is no longer brotherly love esports, and there's the BLE slug. Why is slug going to collision? This doesn't make sense. But let's let's firstly, before we talk about slug, let's talk about you signing with BLE, Gene Dalla, the homie, friend of the program. How did that come to be?
1: I mean, I've been uh, friends with Gene since uh, I started at uh, Temple in 2018. So it's always been like me, Gene, slug, uh, Panos... All the philly boys uh there's another one rohit no one would know him but he's just a very l- nice uh crowd cheer uh, if you're if you're at main stage you might have heard him cheering for slug if you're there but uh <laughs> yeah no uh i was always friends with gene and uh i was like lo- definitely looking for orgs uh i definitely would have some like offers and uh uh sometimes it's like very sketch on uh people i don't know of course and uh i uh just like try and get details and like sometimes those details either don't pan out or just like really weird so uh that's like some back behind the scenes stuff but um when i was at genesis gene was like you know what you just want to be on ble finally i was like yeah sure man of course and uh that's just how it went uh he would, sometimes i would just like help him seed like uh all the tournaments in ble uh like you note know, like creed and uh rockies when they were happening uh Temple tournaments called Gucci Gang. So, like, I've always been, like, helping Gene out in these tournaments, so it was uh it was definitely very natural to just, like, be on a team.
0: One of the sickest jerseys that you'll see. Do you have one of these?
1: Uh, not yet. He was uh doing jersey orders, and uh it, it was actually very, very good in terms of, like, how many jerseys were sold, and they went very positive, so that was really cool. So I assume whenever those, you know, ship out, I'll be getting one, hopefully, before Collision. Uh, I feel like I need to wear it in a tournament before Collision and just get rid of Sponsor Curse. Like, if I get it on, like, Tuesday or something in my locals, I might just have to go to the local anyways. Even if I don't want to, just to, like, you know, get rid of Sponsor Curse. Uh, Like, the first tournament I went to after getting Sponsor, I instantly lost to, like stango and then i lost to uh Faye, a fox a fox player that i usually don't lose to and i was like man sponsor curse is actually real but i think i just <laughs> let's, let's keep myself into just losing anyways so it kind of just works out that way but the jerseys are really sick if uh anyone hasn't seen them uh really go check them out uh they're really awesome
0: yeah i'm just looking at it going i really need to like pinch pennies in order to be able to make stuff like like my first out of the country experience might be Battle BC5 I'm really trying to go to that cuz deer is a homie and of course vancouver looks beautiful so why wouldn't i want to go it's just expensive so i'm trying to make that work and then i see stuff like this jersey and i go i want five of them i'll just i was just like because i'm a philly sports fan so obviously this appeals to me in so many ways in so many ways do you care a lot all about irl sports or not really we should just call my sports from now on the real sport <laughs> is melee
1: yeah, not, like, the Olympic uh, esports. They're just, like, insane. But, um... Bo,
0: what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Crazy.
1: Yeah, that, that tweet was ridiculous. I can't believe that even got through. But in terms of Philly sports, like, I, uh, I used to like them uh, when I was younger, but then Melee happened, and I just, like started to care about things that were not Melee less and less. I'm like, man, it's just sick watching Melee. I just love watching Melee as much as I love playing it. So it's like, well, I could go to this sporting event or I could sit home and go to Twitch and search Volley Big Balls and watch him play ranked. It's just like, that's just a, uh, sometimes a better experience for me. But uh, yeah, that's how I feel about it.
0: So what's this whole thing about Ken versus Dawson and why why did it start happening? Was it just the sheer amount of times that you met in bracket, the sheer amount of times that it would be, it's inevitable, Kem versus Dawson? Is that only the only thing behind it? It's just purely the fact that you kept running into each other?
1: Yeah, so I've been playing Kem. I talked about, like, netplay tournament since, like, 2017. I was playing in Kem... Chem- in like the very first like east coast fridays like literally like in, in the or like single digit ones and he was on their tag consents or whatever and we would play a lot and i would never win it no matter what he could play his jiggly he was playing his jiggly puff against me one time and he beat me getting a puff data uh years ago and i was i was like man this is this is rough and then he was like yo i'm going to temple and i was like that's not cool now i have another a really good fox to play against every week so i would just play against Cam every tuesday Sometimes Saturdays too on the monthlies and I would just lose over and over again. It was it was rough I would just like play him in winter semis every time because Slug would be the first team when he showed up uh, I would either play him like twice or like sometimes even three times if I managed to reset the bracket or send him to losers somehow uh, man, it was we played forever and then uh, uh, Dark Gen X just uh, decided to just make a random meme in Facebook and then post it in Twitch chat and then people just, like, decided to start saying it over and over again. It was just, it just caught on randomly. And then uh, I think it got popularized probably when I was going to nightclub. And then that was spammed in Twitch chat. And I would just see random people that were, like, top players or whatever, just, like, typing Kem Dawson. I'm like, why are you doing this? It just, like, it got it got out of hand for sure. It's not as big anymore because me and Kem uh, haven't played that much in the past, like, year and a half or so. But, um, yeah, anytime we play, it's just like, Kem Dawson, Kem Dawson. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, Kem Dawson's probably not going anywhere.
0: So the good news is that Anchor and RyoBeat, thankfully, seeded you away from Kem Dawson for now. It seems like... I don't don't feel like doing the mental math to figure out how you would meet up, but would you pick... A winner for besides yourself of course for a collision or are you mostly on the going into it side of things you know it's in the future do you only focus on what you dawson will be doing at that event and you don't care about oh i don't care about like other players prospects i don't care what i'm gonna be doing
1: no i'm a big spectator so i always like think about like who has like you know the chance to win i always look at the back and i'm like man this person can really go off and uh i mean Realistically, I I don't want to say, it, but like Slug can definitely win collision. I uh, I think has a pretty good chance. It's like he has to play against like Kadoran, who Kadoran takes him to game five, and uh, it's it looks scary sometimes, but he usually wins. So then he has to play IBW, which or Cody or whatever, uh, and that's like rough for him. But I mean, honestly, like if Cody hasn't been prepping for Slug, and like he doesn't really have to, because Slug said he was retiring, right? so uh he could definitely win that one and then he had like Mook or something after Yeah, uh, so it would be Mook will, will be uh pretty free for him unfortunately for jaymook he's just that's just a rough matchup oh. not really much you can do about it oh. He's got he's to play Fox or something for that one. He just can't play Sheik versus Slug. Uh, I can't remember the last time he lost to Sheik. He lost to like Drefin like in 2017 when he was playing Sheik Zelda. So that's maybe he can do that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, and then Slug would have to play like Officer or Zane. Which I mean, if it was Zane, he could beat Zane again. So there's nothing really stopping him. Uh, it's like, it's one of his better brackets for sure, he doesn't have to play Hungrybox or Omsa early, which are the two biggest demons, he literally got double-eliminated by both of them, uh, two tournaments in a row, so it was just like, uh, Slug doesn't have to fight those players, like, what can he even do? There's like some other, I always like to look at Dark Wars picks too, it's like, like Crudo could go on a big run too, cause Crudo also beat Cody last, uh, last year at Function, and, uh, they're currently, I think, seed to play, so they could go off for sure too. Uh, but realistically, it's probably going to be like Omsa winning. I think Omsa is just like the best melee player right now, and it's like pretty hard to say. It's like like if Brackett goes completely as expected, it's like J Mook versus like Cody, then it's like, well, J Mook's been destroying Cody, so J Mook will do it again. And then like J Mook versus Omsa is looking pretty Omsa favor. And then it's like Omsa in grand finals, I don't see how there's anyone winning two sets versus him in this year. It just looks impossible. Like I thought Mango could have done a big house, and then he just got. He got destroyed. It was. It looked pretty bad. So those are my two biggest picks. Would be Slug and so
0: I like the I like the Slug pick there for Dark Horse. I I'm kind of treating Slug as Leffen for now because it's like they don't play at enough big tournaments allegedly to win, but then they can just win. So yeah. that that that's the thing. So Leffen here has to go. In, in top 16 has to go JMUK into Cody, into AMSA. So that's a, that's a lot there, but, you know, Leffen is just sick with it. And obviously, obviously we're talking about someone who's won tournaments before. So if the right Leffen shows up, then this could just be a Leffen tournament. I really like AMSA and Zayn seated to play each other right now on in winter semis, because I think that might just be that's the person who's going to win the whole tournament. Like if Zane gets past Amsa, Zane can beat Cody. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Or, or could beat Jay Mook. I mean, that'll be a really cool set. Their Genesis nine set was so cool, but uh, Zane could just make it winner side grands. And then I don't think anybody resets bracket and beats Zane as well. So I like Zane or Amsa, whoever wins that, I kind of think is going to win the tournament, but Jay Mook, Coming off of Genesis 9, that's the most interesting thing to me. Now that you finally won the big one, you know, you 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 have that really nice storybook of you go to Genesis 8, you have your breakout tournament, you sign with FlyQuest, you get to travel the world, you get beaten by Hungerbox everywhere, and then you finally show back up to Genesis, and you win one, and it's your first super major. This is so cool. Sheik's back on the map. She never really left. And... Oh, great. Now we actually have to go and do this whole thing all over again. There's got to be some kind of emotional drop off. Not everybody is Hungrybox, but after winning Evo 2016, Hungrybox didn't win a tournament for like, what was it? At least three months, not four. And he was entering stuff as he does because Hungrybox enters everything. So what will it be like for Jamie? That's a really interesting question to me. I kind of think he's just going to be as good as he was, if not better. So Jamie could very well win this whole tournament as well, but I'm going to look at Amsa or Zane for, for myself, me and Hada will talk about this more next week when we look at this bracket, but it's cool to see people like Lod. It's cool to see people like Crudo. It's cool to see there was somebody else who I saw lowercase hero who's out in Wisconsin going to collision. Let's go. Not supposed to make top 16 as of now, but you get it it's going to be cool to see a bunch of people yeah. this will be really good melee sets and hopefully able to put them somewhere onto the youtube afterwards that's the whole thing with bts shutting down who's who? what stream is this on and who's uploading these to youtube please let let it be so because i don't want gosh like there was a time there for a minute where if you didn't have the right people you would just have those vods disappear forever and everyone would just talk about that one time it was on twitch well why isn't it on youtube so hopefully that happens as well.
1: Yeah, no, it's like, it's definitely very weird with BTS uh, going away. Uh, I don't even know what's going to happen in terms of our mods. It's like our viewership's just going to definitely plummet for sure. Because VG Bootcamp is not going to be able to do like everything as much as they did last time uh, with Smash World Tour. So it'll be a little bit scary. I mean, for sure. I mean, Collision seems like they have like their own stuff. Like they do locals all the time. So like they have like their... I assume efficiencies in terms of like VOD uploading and stuff, so I'm not too worried about this event, but other ones, yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit uh making me nervous.
0: <laughs> did you enter Giant Melee? This has to be a Dark Gen X thing.
1: Oh no, I did not enter that. Yeah. I uh I've seen Dark Gen X play that, but that looks a little bit too crazy for me.
0: Dark Gen X isn't even seeded to wow, make top eight? What? At <laughs> Because I think of Dark Genics versus Acidics, like that's the classic giant melee. That was on that was on somebody's live stream somewhere. I don't want to say for five days of melee. It might have been Gen Assist that I saw that. But what I'm getting at is that why is Dark Genics not even seated to make top eight? That's kind of disrespectful. But there's a fair amount of people in this giant melee bracket. You got Zane and Hungrybox and Cody and Jmook. Who does J- Mook just play Fox or play Peach? Oh. <gasps> jmook's peach who even knows so if all these people end up playing this is this is an oddly stats (laughs) (laughs) so i love seeing things like that because offseason was one of my favorite tournaments last year i i'm i don't care about mute City being legal in fact i love that i i just loved that there was a little bit of a wrinkle in the normal format i want more of those things because that to me adds flavor but what about you this this kind of goes along the lines of net play because net play is about as consistent in terms of the stage as you'll get because you always are guaranteed to play on frozen stadium and if you have the right builds you'll play on neutral on neutral fod and neutral or like frozen final destination where this background doesn't change and the screen doesn't shake or whatever but like how do you care about stages and and shenanigans are you pro shenanigans are you pro non shenanigans
1: I mean like I was I was using Frozen Stadium and like my locals for so long that I was uh I was definitely happy with that change. I mean the other <laughs> ones get like too crazy to me, honestly. It's like I hate wispy, but like sometimes I'm like, you know what, it's like a part of the game. It's not like once you start taking away wispy, it's like where do you even stop at that point, right? <laughs> but um <laughs> Honest the randomness of shy guys is pretty stupid. Like I remember like Duck basically quitting Samus because this this charge <laughs> yes. shot got ate by a random shy guy popping up. Like that is just like crazy in terms of melee like history. Like one of the best Samuses of all time just stops playing the character because it's Charge Shot get hits by RNG uh shy guy popping up. But uh yeah, I love like I love Randall. Uh I'm super down with Fountain. I think Fountain's fine the way it is. I I hold all the changes with Fountain go too crazy. Uh, I played on, like, a mod fixing Battlefield Ledges, and I'm like, well, that just changes the stage entirely. It's like, there's things like like that that just go too far for me, but I'm pretty happy with the way, like, you know, the rule set is, like, right now, as long as we have Frozen Stadium. I remember playing, like, in the limbo of, like, oh, it's not going to be Frozen Stadium, this one's going to be Frozen Stadium, and that was really awkward. It just got very random preparing for events, especially ones that we're not using a Frozen Stadium, you just be like, what is even happening? I have to just click ban on the stage because I just don't even know how to play on it anymore. <laughs> so I'm too used to use the Frozen, but uh, as long as it's unified as it is like right now, it's, it's completely fine.
0: What would you say is a better tournament for a newer player to go to would you try to push them into a, a major that everybody going to or they could see their favorite players or would you rather push them to a regional where you know you'll actually get connected with people that you could see on a regular basis like what do you think of when you think of community building
1: i mean i definitely think that having like friends to go with to and have friends at the tournament is the biggest thing as a new person because like if you just go by yourself and then there's no one there at the tournament and you go to, you're just not going to have fun. Like, I remember when I was starting out, and, like, there was times where I was I was definitely a more driven person when I was playing Melee uh, than my friends were when I was playing with uh, tournaments with them. Sometimes I would go by myself, and, like, at that time, I wasn't like, too, like, invested in the Philly scene, and then I would just go, like, oh and 6 or, like, 1 and 2 or something like that. And I was like, this time wasn't fun. Like, I didn't have a good time, because there was just no one to be, like, be around at that point in time. It's like, uh especially if i would go to a major doing that i would feel horrible i would not have a good time uh so it's definitely like having people no matter where it is it doesn't really matter too much in the tournament uh i think amateur brackets or like anything like that is really cool like at genesis there was like a uh no top 100 uh bracket or whatever like going on throughout the entire weekend that was really interesting it sucked for me because i was like just as- just outside of that so i couldn't enter it <laughs> uh and i couldn't like i couldn't uh use those uh i couldn't use a side event for warm up because i always like doing that i was like playing doubles or like riptide had like some side events too uh the one time i went like i always like using it for warm up so that's always cool but um yeah i think just having an amateur bracket at the very least is important for them so any tournament that has that usually regionals don't so realistically it's a local uh just to like Because you spend, like, a lot of money just doing nothing at, like, a major. If you don't have your friends, then it's like, that sounds horrible for me. Yeah, yeah, because
0: most of us are not such extroverts that will walk up to a group of strangers and go, yo, Melee, am I right? Because I can't. I can't. I know I podcast about Melee and everything, and I'm supposed to be extroverted or something if you run a podcast. But no, people who are introverted like talking too. in fact, this is glorious because I'm more or less just kind of skip the whole talking in groups thing and go, no, I'll weed them out one by one, invite them all onto my podcast. And they won't be able to just like talk over me the entire time by talking to somebody else that's in the circle. And then I won't awkwardly be pushed out of the circle and then realize I'm outside of the circle and then go, well, I should probably go do something else. And you start walking away and you think, yeah, well, what do what Jesse, you idiot. Why'd you let yourself get pushed out of a circle? So yeah, I get it.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely know that vibe for sure.
0: So, I wanted to ask you, you were talking about doubles and and that treating that as not as a purely just a warm-up. I'm sure you enjoy doubles for doubles reasons, but didn't you team up with kid at one point and do Double Puff? Didn't that happen?
1: Yeah, that happened at uh, Big House. I've never played Double Puff friendlies or... <laughs> I played like one Netflix tournament with... Uh, I forget even who at this point. It was a while ago. But um, yeah, we played uh, Double Puff. At... I always have this thing where I have a problem with not having a static teammate at majors because my static teammate in philly is soap and uh he just doesn't have money or he just doesn't want to spend it as well on uh majors so i'm just like kind of left out like thinking well who are i team with this time and uh i team with og Ken, uh because they were the, like one of the first person that was like down and i never played double puffs so i was i was like you know what? it'll be fun we'll just troll around and just see what happens and like we actually did pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> Like I forget if it was like twenty-fifth or something like that. I think it was twenty-fifth. And I was like, it's pretty good for like what I expected. Like we had like a close set versus like Umarth and Mega Man, Umarth being top 100 Marth, and then Mega Man was pretty solid Fox. And Mega I've is had Mega
0: cool. Man on the show before. Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, man, that was pretty tough. And then we lost then we beat uh I think it was Amby booster and Paladin, double Fox, with double Jigglypuff. And losers and I was like man, what is wrong with this today? There's no way this could be legit make it make I, sense I forget if I clutched out like or he clutched out OG Kid did uh game three versus them on Yoshi's But that was insane. I was like that. There's no way this is possible And then we played uh moth and Vu, who I've lost to at two majors now somehow uh, One time with Falcon and uh, puff and they are not fun to play But uh, if you do not have the right characters on your team and uh, Double Jigglypuff was also pretty rough. I think that was not good. Uh, Puff definitely suffers in teams when they have characters that can kind of just, like, lock them down like Falco Laser and just, like, kind of just spam that. Or, like, an Ice Climber just wave dash down smash. And you're just like, in singles, like, that's fine. Like, that's a, that could be an easy, like, whip punish. But in doubles, man, that goes crazy. But no, it was fun. I just don't think I would ever do Double Puff again unless it was, like... Hungrybox box asked me and i was like you know i literally have no other teammate than like yeah we'll just like see how far we can go i think it'd be very funny because Hungrybox box never plays doubles without like someone that's insanely like uh viewed as aggressive like plop like is the best team player by far to carry hungry box as much as he does Hungrybox box does does things in doubles but it's not his format for sure uh Plup is just like way better than the next player like by far in that so it'd be funny yeah. to see me and hungry box play but i wouldn't do that again with anyone else <laughs>
0: I see that you're teaming with Lunar Dusk, and you're supposed to make top 8. Will you be disappointed if you don't, or are you just going to be like, no, 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 it's just doubles?
1: We haven't played since uh, main stage. Uh, we got, like, ninth at main stage, and we got, like, 5th at Apex, so they're my, like, static team right now. <laughs> the uh, most static teammate
0: that you have. Yeah, the most
1: static <laughs> teammate that I have. i have like, team with Falcons, like I was saying, and then, then uh, OG Kid, and then we've teamed, this will be our third tournament, and uh, it'll be pretty fun regardless. I like Ice Climbers uh, as a character, and... Uh, I think we'll do well. I don't know about 7th. It could be higher or it could be lower. I don't really think we're going to land exactly there. Uh, I think we play, like, Jmook and the IBW winners, and that sounds really tough. Uh, Fox, <laughs> Sheik. is somehow insanely tough for that team comp. Like, uh, how Puff works in doubles, they just have random, like, weaknesses if the character that I'm teaming with is in Fox, because Fox is completely broken. Uh, but uh, every other teammate uh, requires some, like, major like problem uh, but, like, Sheik, for some reason, it was really tough uh, for that team comp. Uh, Sheik can just sit on the platforms, and, like, Ice Climbers, they have, like, their long combos, but in singles against Sheik. But that doesn't really work in doubles. And then, like, I have to, like, get, like, really, like, long setups into Sheik. I have to do, like, t- like empty lane grab stuff, empty lane up tilts. And you can't really get that in doubles when they're, like, pressing buttons, like, too much. They're pressing down smash over and over again they have a teammate like Fox just like run up shines. Like it's, it's really tough in, in doubles to get things started versus like a Sheik and Fox team.
0: Cody and J-Mook are, I mean, are pretty much just the best team in the world as of right now, just because they won, they won the big house 10 and they won Genesis. No, sorry. Whoa, uh, got, whoa. Yeah. slow down. Sorry. <laughs> right. Because Hungerbox still finds ways to beat J-Mook. And I was watching that, uh, that set as well. And it was not close but who's Hungry Box entering with? Oh, that's right. So maybe they'll maybe they'll maybe they'll go all the way, but also Omset um, Axe, the ecstatic team seated to win the tournament for, for doubles that collision. But either way, okay. I would also love to see Foxy Grandpa and Aklo do well. I'm sorry. I know that if you were to get past Mop Money and Zuppy, you would be playing against Foxy Grandpa and Acklo, so but but good luck in all of your all of your doubles endeavors. But this should be a really fun tournament to watch as well because if fizzwiggle because I mean Hada is also a Colorado player, so Hada does nothing but talk up Fizzwiggle. So you know, after Fizzwiggle beat Mango at Genesis 8, that was like that was a whole thing. <laughs> so Fizzwiggle no mostly known for being a doubles player, not so much a singles player, but still showing out and getting a mango win. Hey, look. I, if I got a Mango win, I don't care how bad Mango was playing that day. I'd be like, yeah, no, oh, it's I did get win. a Mango win, though.
1: Yeah.
0: So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see how this one goes as well. I also loved, there was one tournament last year that Rishi and Lod teamed together for. I don't want to say SmashCon uh, as like a jerk reaction guess, but it was some kind of tournament in that vein where, yes, they teamed together and did pretty well love seeing that if they uh if they can go far in the bracket but no my my favorite to win this tournament would not be Amsa and Axe I'm sorry it would be Cody and Mook for this particular event
1: yeah I didn't even know that the Amsa and Axe were the, the one seed I would have expected to be you know Mook and Cody because they're definitely two top five players and uh probably the second best team right now so I mean, it make more sense
0: but... but you know Hungerbox should have just asked Leffen to team how funny would that be
1: yeah, I don't know if they've ever teamed, but uh, they would do really <laughs> well for sure. I always like lo- watching Leffen in teams. I thought he's always really good at that format. for Leffen no would
0: just say, "Hungerbox, I can't team with you. You play the wrong character," and I think that's probably <laughs> why. I'm sure Hungerbox, as per usual, he always suggests, "Let's do things for the content, for the content," and you know, he. I think he even tried to get Mango to team with him at some point, and he just goes, "Well, but no." So let's get you let's get you out of here though since it's been an hour. So Dawson, thank you for the time. Why don't you go ahead and tell the people where they can find you? Any last thoughts and shout-outs that you have?
1: Thank you. And uh, you can follow me on uh, mainly Twitter uh, on uh, Dawson True, uh, Twitch Dawson True, uh, Metify.gg slash Dawson. Uh, at dawson got to have the app, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: but yeah, those are the main things. I have YouTube as well, where I upload, uh, my lessons sometimes upload a, a random video. I might do another random video soon. Maybe about P plus. I was thinking about that Ooh. With, uh, with Stan and go, but, um, yeah, no, uh, this was fun.
0: I appreciate it. And for all the people who are here, we're going to be doing the outro. So stick around Dawson for the thumbnail pose afterwards. But I appreciate everybody continuing to listen to the pod. We'll see you all next time.